Hello, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning into our show today. My name is Peter Padilla, your host, and we're very pleased to be with you today on a nice, cool, and crisp winter day in northern Nevada. Really, one of my favorite times of the year. I guess all the times of the year are my favorite time of the year. But let me just say that I love winter because I love the moisture that we're getting. I love the opportunity to go snow skiing and snowshoeing and you know, the mountains look so beautiful at this time of the year. It does improve. The views actually get better in northern Nevada in the wintertime, I think, because there's so much change and contrast. It's an exciting time to be here along with all of the business growth, all of the development, all of the optimism that exists in our dynamic state, especially here in northern Nevada. We're talking about real estate and real estate for investors today on our radio show, and we're going to give you an update as to where the numbers are, you know, the home values in the general area of northern Nevada as compared to last year, where they're going. We're going to be talking with our in-studio guest. Her name is Teona Tate. She's a global real estate advisor from Sierra Sotheby's International Realty here in northern Nevada. We'll also be talking about some of the tips that you should consider and keep in mind if you're going to be applying for a mortgage to purchase a home. I have a lot of years of experience in that world. And let me tell you this, the first thing you want to do before you go see any mortgage lender is see your credit report. And when you see your credit report, you're going to know what you need to get ready and prepared before you visit that lender. We'll talk about concepts there, ideas, and more after this quick message. Age International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services which lay a solid foundation under the business owner's dream. Sign up for their free monthly newsletter at sageintl.com. That's sageintl.com. It's so sweet. The Nevada State Beekeepers Conference is coming February 22nd through the 24th in Urington, Nevada, the hub of Lyon County. You will love learning about why bees are the coolest and products for beehives that are used in health and beauty. Kids of all ages can take part in the hive decorating contest and the honey tasting contest. The Nevada State Beekeepers Conference is pleased to present Dr. Samuel Ramsey, entomologist at USDA Bee Research Laboratory. Dr. Ramsey takes beekeeping to a whole new world. Want to become a beekeeper? Attend the workshop rotation to learn everything you'll need to get started. Like how to collect pollen and honeycomb, not just the honey. You'll learn about the magic of propolis, how to read a hive frame, and so much more about pollinator habitat in your backyard. The 2019 Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, February 22nd through the 24th. This conference is great for beginners or advanced beekeepers. Space is limited, so register today. Go to nevadastatebeekeepers.org. That's nevadastatebeekeepers.org. It's so sweet. And we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning in to our show today. We're in our 13th year of radio broadcasts here in northern Nevada. Every week, I get up bright and early and spend the next six days getting ready for that seventh day. Now, it's not quite like that, but we do enjoy visiting with our guests and being prepared for our radio shows. Today, we're going to be talking about the real estate numbers, the home values in the Reno Sparks area, as we get them from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. They put out their report, and it's their December report we're going to be looking at today and discussing it with our in-studio guest, Tayona Tate. She's a global real estate advisor at Sierra Sotheby's International Realty, and maybe you've seen her on social media. 
Welcome to the show. Thank you. How are for you having doing, Fiona? I'm doing well, Peter. Thanks for having me. So we were talking before the show. You have been on our radio show before. I would bet it's probably a good maybe six or seven years. Or more. Or more. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say or more. So uh, yeah, well, I'm glad that you were there in the early years helping us launch. Yes. Now, obviously, you're a success because you're still doing what your work was then. You're still dedicated to the business, and I see that you're out and about more, and uh, you, you do use social media quite a bit. Tell us about your world at Sierra Sotheby's. Well, um, I've made the transition to Sierra Sotheby's um, as of three, four months ago. It's been a wonderful change. Yeah. It, gives us, gives, it gives me a little bit more access to not only homes in our local area, but homes around uh, globally. That's interesting because um, more of my family members and more of my connections are investing in real estate way outside of their local area. I have a brother in Colorado who is investing in Florida and California. And I say to him, how can you afford, the first of all, the money to fly all those places to see those deals? And then the time, because I know he works for a living, right? He says, I've never seen those properties. I said, what are you talking about? He said, I see them all on Google Maps. I have a realtor out there and my lender helps me put everything together. And, you know, they're just rental properties. Amazing. And then there's the factor that uh, the price values are so different in some areas. Taylor and I have a friend who just recently moved from Reno to Arkansas. He bought, he couldn't afford to live. He's making about fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 a year here. Married, she was working too. They were probably bringing in about sixty, seventy together. Uh, they really couldn't afford to find a way to make it here with a, the cost of living and then to buy a house too. So... They had friends in Arkansas, and they suggested they move there and take a look and see what's going on. It wasn't just a few months later he found a great job, and he bought himself a house, a three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage house for $57,000 in town. In town. In the town, yeah. It's a little out town outside of Little Rock. I looked on the map afterwards to see what was going on. Little Rock does have, I think it's the 48th or 49th lowest, you know, it's, it's the lowest cost state area to live in. Arkansas. And people say, why would you want to live in Arkansas? I, say, I don't know. I've never been there. Everything I see says you can make a lot of uh, a lot of money there if you have good skills. And it's a beautiful place in its own right. It's different, but it's beautiful. So people are looking for ways to get through the economic challenges of being able to buy a house. Absolutely. And we weren't that, it wasn't too long ago that we saw prices in the you know, under $100,000 range. Oh, yeah. um, just mm -hmm. thankfully, our market has rebounded and we're in a strong economy. Yeah, so there's always the good news and the bad news, right? Yes. When the values are real low, the good news is if you want to buy a house, it's a lot easier than it used to be. But the bad news is if you have a house and you want to sell it, or if you want to sell it to move up, you, you still can't. There's always challenges in the real estate world, but it's always moving. Never yes. stops. Does not. Mm -hmm. uh, as we are in the winter months now, a lot of people, the general market, maybe they think that real estate stops in the winter too. But I would bet there's some pretty good deals this time of the year. Absolutely. Even at, toward the end of uh, the last or the last quarter of 2018, you have a lot of investors that were peeking their heads out because they're yeah. looking for or preparing for 2019 tax season. So. Uh -huh. It, you know, of course, you'll see that you'll you'll discuss the numbers are were down a little bit in the fourth quarter, but there were a lot of um, factors, and uh, I think we're starting off strong, starting the year strong. Oh yeah, it's like the currents. You know, they change uh, from time to time, uh, but overall, uh, you have to 
you know, be prepared to hang on to the movement that's in real estate. People are buying homes now for different reasons than they bought back at the uh, the low ends of the market, the 2012s, and at the high ends of further back at 20, 2004, 2005. I think people that buy homes now, for the most part, they want to live in them. I it's agree. their primary residence. They're not, you know, the general populace, those that are not professionals, they're not looking to do what was being done back in 04 and 05, which was flip homes, suddenly become a real estate investor, not even knowing anything about real estate. Yes. Were you in the business at that time? Absolutely. I've been and in the business. I'm approaching my 19th year, oh so my gosh. I've seen the highs and I've seen the lows, and yes. Yeah. It's always fun to look back. It's like watching old horror movies. I remember as a lender back in 2004, 5, and 6, people would come to me to buy their fourth or fifth home that they'd bought recently in the local area, and they, were not, they weren't moving in there. They weren't renting them out. They weren't doing anything. They were just sitting on them for maybe a week or two, a month at the most. Then they'd sell them because the market was going up so fast. I knew people that were making twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars in a month because they bought a house, then they sold it, and they never even moved in. They didn't do anything. They just waited for that next buyer to come. And there were a lot of buyers then. We're getting back to basics now, mm -hmm. and I think education is key between both lender and realtor yeah. to let uh, your buyers or potential buyers know that um, staying in the home for the long haul is is important, you know, waiting it out. So if we do, if we ever do see another down market or mm -hmm. a market shift, hold. You know what? I'm talking with Teona Tate. Teona is a global real estate advisor with Sierra Sotheby's International Realty here in Northern Nevada. International Realty, global wide, huh? You guys are all over the world. Absolutely. We can sell you a home in Dubai. Oh, very nice. I've been to Dubai. It's not all it's cracked up to be, quite yeah. frankly. I'm, I'm more of a United Arab Emirates person. Okay. Well, I'm, yeah. <laughs> We're everywhere. Yeah, actually, yeah, <laughs> I, I believe, I know that. You, you guys are all over. Yeah. So let's talk about the kind of buyers that you're working with. Sierra Sotheby's uh, look at the real estate market in general, or is it more into a certain price category or home type of of a focus. Well, so Sierra Sotheby's does, um, you know, they are known for luxury realty. All right. However, we don't turn anyone down in terms of buying or selling their home. Uh, so we still work with our first-time home buyers, move up, move down, and mm. retired buyers. So. Yeah, I remember when I bought my first house in Colorado, and um, I was bragging about my new beautiful home. Right? It was a shock. <laughs> But it was yours. But it was mine, and it was beautiful to me. Right. And it was luxurious to me because right. I, had, I had an extra bedroom. I had a two-car garage. I had all the things that, for me at that time, were luxury. So I think the word luxury, for a lot of people, uh, it's really what's in your mind. Absolutely. You know? And I just feel so good that I, that I bought that house, right? Because even though it was a track home and it, was in a, it wasn't in the best of neighborhoods, it was mine, and I was just so tickled. It was the way that I got started. And a lot of people need to get started that way. And I think if more people thought about their home as a luxury home, they would take better care of it. Well, that's for certain. But um, home ownership in itself is something to um, you. You notice when you are a homeowner, you take a little bit more pride. You may go outside and mm -hmm. you know mow the lawn a, a little sooner, water the lawn, versus renting where you're basically paying someone else's mortgage, so or rent. So I had an interesting way, and I think I talked about it on a recent show, that a way that you can get yourself psyched up to be a homeowner is to treat your rental home like you own it. 
really take care of your rental home. So let me tell you, I, I, when I was a young man in Colorado, I, I, my mother always, God bless my mom and my dad, they didn't buy their first home until my dad was 65, right? So all my life we were renters and we'd move around and I, so I know the feeling as a kid and as an adult, but my mom always took such good care of her properties that the landlords always came over and just complimented her and thanked her. When I moved out on my own Teona with my buddies and uh, in an apartment complex, well, it was only natural for me to start taking care of things. Guess what? The owner of the apartment complex said, hey, would you like to manage this uh, four-unit apartment? I'll knock off 50 bucks off your rent. I said, you bet. Mm-hmm. So I was already conditioned, right? Yes. To be, at that point, not only a, an owner, but also a manager, right? Uh, maybe investment property someday. And voila, there you go. And so now I've got investment property, I own my own home, and I'm encouraging other people to just put it in your head that you want to become a homeowner, live like a homeowner before long. You're going to be a homeowner. Um, we have a lot more to talk about when it comes to being a homeowner, be it primary residence or investment property. But we have to take a break, so please hang on, and we'll continue with Teona Tate from Sierra Sotheby's International Realty after this message. Reno Technology Academy. Scholarships are available for your career in cybersecurity. Improving your technical skills can help you attain an income of up to 90000 Register for your scholarship online or call 849-4983. Reno Technology Academy. Reno Technology Academy. Scholarships are available for your career in the Internet of Things. Improving your technical skills can help you attain an income of up to 80000 Register online or 849-4983. Reno Technology Academy. Hey, we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. I'm glad that you tuned into our show today. We're having a great conversation with our in-studio guest, Teona Tate. She's a global real estate advisor here in northern Nevada. Tiona, I hope you're enjoying being here today. Absolutely. I'm having a lot of fun. Hey, Tiona, before we get talking more about real estate, I want to talk to you about the technology world. Yes. Here in northern Nevada. I mean, it's everywhere, but even here. I mean, what do you think business like would be here in northern Nevada if the technology world would not have taken off oh, since Tesla announced that they were coming to this area? What do you think it would be like? I think that we'd still find a way as we are a city that um, is innovative and yeah. finds ways to grow. But yeah. absolutely, technology has set set uh, precedents in our in oh, our yeah. industry. It's really accelerated the real estate market in northern Nevada. Yes. And re- technology has accelerated the way we live all across the world. And really, it's to the point where if you're not up with technology, you're at a disadvantage. So we really have to stay up to speed. And that's why I'm pleased to talk about the good folks at the uh, Reno Technology Academy. So we have been working with these folks to talk about their great program for the last couple of months, and it's really exciting what they're doing. They're helping people learn the world of IoT, which is the Internet of Things. You know, like when your house talks to your uh, electrical unit or your air conditioning uh, or your computers to keep everything going. You know, where your house pretty much runs itself. Somebody's got to program all that stuff, right? Absolutely. So people need to learn about that, and that's what Reno Technology helps people learn about who are interested in the computer world. Also big on cybersecurity. Yep, unfortunately, anytime you do something good, there's always people that are out there looking to find a way to take it away from you. And the digital world is no different. So there's a lot of opportunity for the good police work that's being done in the cybersecurity world. And again, Reno Technology Academy is the place to go. And the great thing, they have a limited number of IoT scholarships available. So imagine you could get that training, that education, 
And that great job afterwards with very little out-of-pocket money from you. Give them a call, 849-4983, or visit their website, renotechnology.academy. Tell them Peter sent you. I'm pleased to have Teona Tate with me in the studio. Teona, you know a little bit about the digital world. I see you on Facebook. It's pretty important for you, I bet. It is. It's... People talking, hey, Teona, how you doing? I saw your video. Yes. Uh, so we have a Friday video that uh, we we put on, similar yep. to what you do, but um, mm-hmm. on the social media side. Right. We've uh, we've seen a lot of uh, a lot of feedback, a lot of results, and mm-hmm. uh, we have a fantastic cameraman, and also, as you said, with uh, you're mentioning lot and digital world. Yeah. The world's getting a lot smaller. Oh yes. <laughs> so you need some you need someone behind you to help understand that. So. I remember in the early days of mortgage, uh, there were a lot of one-man bands out there because it was relatively easy. In 2004, we didn't need um, licenses to do mortgages. Hmm. You didn't have to get uh, qualified because the corporate office, whoever you worked for, they covered the the license, right? Mm-hmm. Um, also, there were a lot of loans that you didn't really need to get any documentation on. So you didn't have to be all that good at detail work. You just have to get somebody to make a signature and go. But one thing it's always been is it's always been people-oriented. It's always about your communications and your interactions with people. So I think real estate people, top real estate people, Tana, probably have some of the best people skills of all the people I know because you deal with all elements of people. We do. We do from and in all circumstances. So mm-hmm. we like to kind of joke we're um, your advisor mm-hmm. uh, all in one. So Yeah. Yeah, I can think of a couple of titles that I've been myself. Yes. And haven't been paid for. That <laughs> <laughs> work. So uh, let's talk about the buying process. I want to talk about the buying process with you. So uh, for the people that are maybe just getting ready to buy their first homes, they're just thinking that 2019 might be the year. What is the first process? What do you think, what do you recommend that people do when they finally are saying, you know what, we've got to stop paying rent. We've got to get something else going. Right. And this is definitely the best time of year when everyone's making their, you know, affirmations Mm -hmm. and resolutions to make that decision. So the first thing you'd want to do is see what um, what situation you're in. Are you in a long term lease? See where your credit is. See where your credit stands, as you'd said before, and get qualified with a lender Mm -hmm. and uh, definitely consult with a realtor. If you start with a realtor, we can definitely give you um, various lenders to choose from. I know that there's even an apprehension though from some people before they go talk to a realtor or before they go talk to a lender. You know, everybody's trying to sell something nowadays, right? And a lot of people, they just don't want to, they just don't want to be in that uncomfortable position where they have to say, I don't have the money to do that. I don't have the job. To, my credit is bad. I mean, it's a lot of emotion that goes into that home buying process because it's like getting a physical. You know, you got to answer a lot of questions, people looking in all kinds of places that you don't like to show, but you've got to show it to get a mortgage. And I think that many people are just, they don't buy homes because they're apprehensive. I had one guy come to me once and he said, Peter, I know I cannot uh, get a mortgage. I'm not, he didn't come to me. I met him someplace, right? And so we're just talking. And he's looking to maybe rent a house from some guy and and I said, well, why don't you just buy? He said, man, I can't buy a house. I had a bankruptcy. Okay, well, how long ago? 12 years ago. And I'm saying, what? He said, yeah, my credit's ruined. It's on my record. I know last time I checked my credit report, I saw it. I said, how long ago did you see your credit report? About five years ago. I said, wow. I said, so what's up? Um, are you a veteran? He says, yeah. <laughs> a veteran. 
I said, well, who have you been talking to? He says, no, I just, I just heard a couple of things. Well, that's the problem, you see, Taylor. You know that after a bankruptcy, it's typically four years or the most, right? Maybe five, just depending if it's uh, crazy circumstances. If you're a veteran, it could be even less. Sure. And the, all the benefits, right, of the mortgage. I was so excited. I got him into a house, VA mortgage, just like that. It was nice and easy. But he was apprehensive. He had fear. Somebody had said something to him, and he was too embarrassed to expose himself. But I don't know why he liked me, okay? <laughs> he just, it was the people thing, right? He felt sure. comfortable enough to me. To let you know. And wow, what a difference. So I'm encouraging our listeners. If you're apprehensive in any way about getting a home, but you absolutely want a home, you're going to have to get over it. You're going to have to talk to a pro. Somebody that can tell you exactly where you are, and somebody that tells you exactly what you need to do. And there's two kinds of people you'll end up talking to, friends and family members, neighbors. They're going to have all kinds of answers for you. Right. If you talk to a stranger that doesn't really care about you, they'll have the easiest answers for you just because they want to keep moving on and make money. And then if you deal with somebody that's a professional and really cares about you, that's where you're going to hit it because you're going to get somebody that's going to give you the right advice and it's going to be persistence in giving you, giving you that advice until you accomplish your goal. And I got to tell you, a lot of times friends and family members and neighbors can be the worst thing that you can do because, look, we all have our little things we want out of life, right? We all want to control things a little bit in life. Mm -hmm. And who do we control and who do we get things out of usually? Friends and family members <laughs> and neighbors. So people tell you things that maybe you aren't really, really what you need to know. Ask a pro, somebody that doesn't have a biased opinion about you, your past, your future, but a pro that wants to help you accomplish your goals, and you can be a homeowner. I know that. That's so true. It's wonderful information to um, to give out because sometimes your friends and family will base their experiences or express their experiences to you, and it, it could be you know, a deterrent, and that's not necessarily the case in all. Yeah. So. Have you ever had a friend or a family member you were close with, Tiona, and you guys get along great? And, you know, you guys are pretty contemporary. Everything's about the same. And then one day, one of you gets a new job or a new car. And suddenly there's a little imbalance, right? And you notice how the relationship can change when mm -hmm. there's that imbalance there? I think we all have noticed or we've all seen that in life. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think it goes on both sides. I, we only see the other side. But the fact is, as you change things in your life, you're suddenly interacting with different people. Mm -hmm. And I think that sometimes people don't want to buy that new house because they're afraid, subconsciously maybe, about how it's going to impact their relationships with other people. Again, I have to tell our listeners, get over that. You've got to grow. You owe it to yourself to grow the best way you can. And if that means that there's a drop-off of some of your contemporaries because they can't keep up or now they think they're not good enough for you or you're too good, whatever the reason, right? We've heard it all. you got to keep moving forward and accelerate and be the best person you can be. And a lot of times being a homeowner is a big part of that because what could you do better for your family than become a homeowner and give your family some security? Absolutely. And uh, generational or spreading generational wealth. Generational wealth. What a great thing to do to help somebody in your family who needs help. A lot of times in the mortgage world, I struggled with borrowers who just couldn't quite come up with enough down payment, just didn't quite have enough income to meet that threshold, right, to get qualified for the mortgage to buy this particular house. Well, the good news is that in, in many cases, I was able to advise my borrowers 
that the option they have is to get a co-borrower, a co-signer. And depending on the kind of mortgage that you have, you can maybe even get a non-occupant co-signer or co-borrower if you have the right kind of connections. Usually it's a family member or a business associate or a friend. But there are lots of ways to do that. And then when it comes to down payment, Tiana, you work with a lot of the down payment assistant program options and they're available? Absolutely. There are so many and it's not just limited to first-time home buyers anymore from what I understand. there, And we have access to, just on the real estate side, the possible programs that are available. So home is possible mm-hmm. and uh, the rural, Nevada rural. And yeah. it doesn't have to be in a rural area per se. It could be, it's just some of the outlining areas such right. as Sparks or the surroundings. Sparks so. is not all that rural to me. It is not. <laughs> and it's nice to know, though, that the rural is taken very uh, loosely in the sense that a lot of people can qualify for the Nevada rural opportunities if they just focus. Right. And that's the key. Focus on purchasing a home, and you will absolutely purchase one. Absolutely. Tayona Tate is a great person to know. She's 19 years in the business. I've known her for many years myself, and she's absolutely focused on her work. Tayona, if anybody wants to reach you, at your place of work, please tell us what's the best way. The best number is 775-762-8355. Your Picket Fence is is our website, also Mm -hmm. on Facebook and Instagram. Very good. We'll have that information when we post the radio show to our podcast on NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. Make it easy for people to find you. We'll be back with more on Nevada Real Estate Radio. We'll be talking about processes of selling a home when we come back. Reno Technology Academy. Human ingenuity is shaping a new technological future. IoT, the Internet of Things. The demand for skilled developers and tech workers is high. Reno Technology Academy has a new training program and the only IoT lab in the state. For the next generation of makers and inventors who want to turn their obsession into a reality, Reno Technology Academy has scholarships available right now. Call 849-4983 and apply today or visit renotechnology.academy. Reno Technology Academy. Scholarships are available for your career in the Internet of Things. Improving your technical skills can help you attain an income of up to 80,000. Register online or 849-4983. Reno Technology Academy. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. What a great day to be alive today. Yes. So nice to be in Northern Nevada. Oh, it's so nice to think about all the wonderful things that uh, living in Northern Nevada means. Not only to me, but to a lot of people. And, you know, northern Nevada is not just Reno and Sparks. I have a lot of friends and a lot of great business connections throughout. And that includes Fernley, Fallon, Minden, Gardnerville, Carson City. We were in Winnemucca not long ago on a little business venture. And we're heading to Ely and Elko, not too, not too distant future, because one of our clients has offices there as well. So it's really, it's just really great to be in rural Nevada, all of Nevada in yes. ways, rural. And uh, I just love the things that I can do here. One of the things that I've done, Tiona, and listeners, since I've moved to northern Nevada and become a homeowner, is I've become a beekeeper. Yes, a beekeeper. Honeybees. I keep bees for a lot of reasons. Honey is one of the reasons. But I want to let our listeners know that it's just a great pastime for myself, my family. Kids absolutely love the beekeeping world. And it's such a natural thing. I mean, let's face it. Honey has been discovered in uh, King Tut's tomb. And thousands and millions of years, that honey does not go bad. It's an amazing product. It's sweet to eat, but it's also antiseptic. 
And there's just so many good things about the world of honey. And you've got to learn more about it. The way to do that, visit with me at the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. It's coming up February 22nd, 23rd, and 24th in beautiful Yarrington, Nevada, the heart of Lyon County. It's about an hour's drive from Reno. Man, it is so cool. People come from all over the world to go to this top-notch beekeeping conference. I made a great friend from Botswana and a great friend from Tacoma, Washington. Both of them beekeepers. Both of them do it a whole different way. But it's just so fascinating to learn about all the differences and nuances in the world of beekeeping. I'm encouraging you to join me at least for one of the days. But it's three days of fun and activities in Yarrington, Nevada. Get all the details on the website, nevadastatebeekeepers.org or nevadastatebeekeepersconference.org. Okay, you can get to either one of those. The event is hosted by the Mason Valley Beekeepers. They're in Yarrington, Nevada. It's going to be very cool. Now, the only challenge that you might have is getting a hotel room because hotel rooms are filling up fast in Yarrington for the Beekeepers Conference. So go to the website, nevadastatebeekeepers.org, and you'll find all the details. See you then. Teona, ever thought about becoming a beekeeper? Absolutely. You <laughs> sparked my interest. Sherry sparked my interest on beekeeping. We had, we had actually talked about it for my, my fiancé and I for the last three years about beekeeping and he uses it he actually taught me how to use it as an antiseptic he was washing his face with of all things honey so well you know we we went to the beekeepers conference for two years before we launched we wanted to really make sure that it was right for us and that we could handle it and i gotta tell you after that first year i was still a little apprehensive because the terminology was all new you got to learn kind of like a new language and yet the people there, I seemed like I could be every bit as smart as they were, but, you know, they knew about bees. So my fiance went, Sherry, and she loved it right away. So we went the second year, and by then I had figured out what was what, you know, where the hierarchy is. And I think part of my hesitation is this, Teona. It's a queen bee. The women rule in the honey world, and the men are drones. All they do is work. Why do I feel like a drone sometimes? <laughs> Yeah, I know. You're chuckling over there. It's your fiancé over there, he's already wondering, hey, is this the right thing for me? <laughs> I'm telling you. But no, all seriousness, it's a great thing to do. Glad you're going to be considering I hope to see you there. Too. Absolutely. All right. Let's talk about selling homes in northern Nevada. So in 2018, boy, prices were really taken up. Well, the last couple of years, in fact, prior to that. I knew people that wanted to sell a home, but they wanted to wait. So it's going to go up a little bit more. I also knew people that wanted to sell a home to buy a bigger home or a smaller home. But the problem was, even if they sold their home, finding the new home to buy, it's almost impossible because of the inventory issues. And then when you compare the prices, you know, somebody wants to move out of a five-bedroom, four-car garage home because the kids are all gone and move into a three-bedroom, two-path house that they can now, that's about the same price. They're not seeing that much difference. There's a lot of struggle for buyers, Tiona. Why don't you lead us through the buying issues and processes right now in Northern Nevada? What do you think people should think about? Well, um, definitely they want to reassess uh, or, or assess what what is most important to them. Is downsizing, can they utilize the space that they have in their home now? Do they? Is it something that has is an, a necessity? And if it is a necessity, a great agent can help you work through that and navigate through the process. We have we do simultaneous. We had several simultaneous closes, and that's when you're we're 
selling and buying at the same time. But uh, it's it's not the easiest, but it's definitely not difficult nor impossible. Mm -hmm. But I think um, having a conversation with your agent and having a conversation, kind of separating your wants and your and your needs. If if downsizing, if you're moving from Mm -hmm. a two story to a single story, Mm -hmm. that might be um, a necessity as you know you advance in age. Right. So uh, when it comes to geography. We know that the Reno, the homes in Reno and Sparks are um, are really just recently off their peak, and they're probably going to exceed that again in 2019 as we get into the active buying months in the spring and summer. Some people I know they're opting to look outside of the area, even if they live and work in Reno or Sparks now. They're looking for some uh, a little bit of a relief in price, and sometimes you can find that when you drive just a little. Outside of the city, 20 miles, 30 miles away, we have a number of little towns. What do you think of that idea? I think that's a great idea. Um, also, as far as um, that, you're not going to experience as much traffic, and uh, you're 20 to 30, like you said, 20 to 30 minutes away from uh, the, the city, and and some of those homes are still very affordable, yeah. and they're growing and thriving in themselves. Yeah. So there was a subdivision that was in the planning stages not far from the new Southeast Connector that was uh, turned down by the uh, government authorities Mm -hmm. being in a flood zone, basically. Mm -hmm. And I think there were going to be over 4,000 homes that were going to be built there, which would have given some relief to the inventory issues. Now that that relief is not coming, at least in the immediate future, I would think that's probably going to continue to put pressure on the prices of homes. What are your thoughts on that, too? Well, I see construction going on around town. I mean, it's really, it's almost hard for realtors to keep up with the the new developments that are springing up. But we still have plenty of spaces that are being uh, developed. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't see that as a an immediate uh, necessity. Mm-hmm. Again, like you say, the, rural, the more uh, or the less populated areas, your Fernleys, Cold Springs, mm-hmm. are, are starting to spring up. And uh, the commute time is, is nowhere near the Bay Area. So okay. it's definitely appealing. Absolutely is. I'm talking with Tiona Tate. Tiona is a real estate professional at Sierra Sotheby's, Sotheby's International Realty. And she's got 19 years of experience working with buyers and sellers and all the other people you have to work with when you're in real estate. I mean, whether you're a buyer or a seller, talk about some of the other involvement, other people, other types of businesses that are involved when you're doing a real estate transaction. You have any anywhere between, of course, uh, we work closely with um, our lending friends. You have title and escrow. You have moving companies. You have uh, other realtors. <laughs> you know, we're, we're kind of a, we're, we're sort of the catalyst that helps bring other things in motion. So sometimes we are putting you in touch with local moving companies or um, handyman and repairmen, mm-hmm. warranty, insurance. Before I got into the mortgage world, I never really knew about real estate pros and that's, you have to manage a lot of different elements at the same time. Heard a lot of cats, so to speak, and all at the same time because if everything has to happen nowadays, even more so in the right amount of timing, your uh, appraiser is going to be a factor in the deal because that value is going to dictate a whole lot of stuff in your mortgage and your real estate side. Home inspections. I mean, no two inspectors are the same, just like no two homes are the same. So you never really know if that inspection is going to make it. Um, I remember once, Tiana, I was 24 hours away from a close, and for some reason, 
discovered that the visqueen in the crawl space was not adequately protecting that crawl space. Mm -hmm. And the loan was not going to close until it was repaired and reported back to the lending institution in 24 hours. I mean, it's just crazy. So, you know, what this guy was doing with the realtor, we were crawling in a crawl space that night, putting in visqueen because we had to make it happen. The deal literally would have fallen apart the next day. Um, and so I learned then just how involved a realtor has to be with all aspects of a real estate transaction. And they don't all have the same aspects. Uh, the difference between city services and sewer and septic. Absolutely. It calls for more, right? It does, yes. What are some of the other things that are complexities that can happen in a transaction of a real estate deal like that? Oh, we had one recently where you're still discovering um, in some of the older areas of town, you have your underground oil tanks. No kidding. No, and I just noticed across the street there's a slurrying company from where you're uh, where you're located. So you, you can discover sometimes things that'll come up at the 11th hour yeah. that will um, delay a closing. And everyone has to work harmoniously to get it, you know, taken care of. Um, I have a partner that who will he'll he'll go in and uh, he'll have to he'll he's he's in, he's installed straps on water heaters oh, yeah. because that was something that the appraiser had called out. So I've had those things come up too. It's a relatively new rule that those straps have to be. I think they're for earthquake protection. Mm -hmm. But you know, some uh, somebody who overlooks that early in a transaction, you get to the eleventh hour. You might lose the deal over a, a $2 strap, right? Right. So, yeah, keep those things in line. If you're looking to buy and sell homes, mostly if you're looking to sell a home, because you once you get a contract on a home, you're making plans to move. Absolutely. We're talking with Teona Tate from Sierra Sotheby's Realty. I have in front of me, these just came in. They're hot. Ooh, I can barely touch them. <laughs> the latest stats from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. Guess what the median home price is for a three-bedroom, two-path home is in a three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage home is in northern Nevada. Hey, we're going to tell you after this message. It's so sweet. The Nevada State Beekeepers Conference is coming February 22nd through the 24th in Urington, Nevada, the hub of Lyon County. You will love learning about why bees are the coolest and products for beehives that are used in health and beauty. Kids of all ages can take part in the hive decorating contest and the honey tasting contest. The Nevada State Beekeepers Conference is pleased to present Dr. Samuel Ramsey, entomologist at USDA Bee Research Laboratory. Dr. Ramsey takes beekeeping to a whole new world. Want to become a beekeeper? Attend the workshop rotation to learn everything you'll need to get started, like how to collect pollen and honeycomb, not just the honey. You'll learn about the magic of propolis, how to read a hive frame, and so much more about pollinator habitat in your backyard. The 2019 Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, February 22nd through the 24th. This conference is great for beginners or advanced beekeepers. Space is limited, so register today. Go to nevadastatebeekeepers.org. That's nevadastatebeekeepers.org. It's so sweet. Welcome back to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Peter Padilla here with you on the Lotus Broadcast Station's 1180 AM radio in northern Nevada. And we're having a good time talking with our in-studio guests and answering calls and questions from people that have questions about real estate and real estate for investments. You know, a lot of people, when they buy their first investment home, they hold it as a sole proprietor, just like if they owned a primary residence. But the challenge there is if you have an accident or an injury on that home you're renting out, you could be sued. You could be sued personally, and the losses could be huge. A life-changing experience is what it could be. I've seen it happen. Well, how do you avoid those things from happening? 
you talk to Sherry Hill. Sherry is the wealth protection diva at Sage International, and she helps people incorporate their real estate investment businesses for a very low cost. You get tons and tons of protection and security and talk to your CPA or your tax professional. There's a good chance that by incorporating and incorporating the right way, you're going to save money on your taxes. Ask your tax professional and call Sherry Hill, president of Sage International, 800-254-5779. Sherry takes care of clients all across the country, Canada and Mexico as well. She's got over 25 years experience as a premier business strategist, top-rated business instructor, master connector, and author of Incorporate and Get Rich. Fantastic lady. Visit her website. It's sageintl.com. And tell Sherry that Peter sent you. With me in the studio, Tayona Tate. And Tayona is a realtor at Sierra Sotheby's International Realty. That's a nice pro name that you've got for that company. You were with your old company for a long time, relatively new with this company. I'm sure you don't make a move like you made without good reasons. Tell us about some of the things that you do to set yourself apart and be different. Well, we, we like to stand out with our clients. Uh, one thing that you'll notice, uh, a lot of realtors sometimes will once the transaction's over, you may not hear from your realtor. So mm-hmm. we like to say that uh, I'm your realtor for life. We, when the once you purchase a home from us, we set up uh, plans for a housewarming party. We do all of it. We do everything from the invitations to the catering. Uh, we like to um, host parties. 5% of our proceeds, 5% of the commissions that we earn from selling or listing your home, we donate to Four Kids Foundation, which is a local nonprofit organization for our area children. And I know you're very familiar with the foundation as oh, well. Yes. yes, it's a great organization. So um, community is a, a huge focal point in our business as yes. well. You have to be involved in the community. You have to really care about the community. And I think the way that you care about your community is a good indication to all of your clients and prospects about how you care about them because they're part of that community. And in our world, in the real estate world, you've absolutely got to have somebody that cares about the people first. The money will take care of itself. Otherwise, you could have a disaster on your hands. Let's talk about the money. Let's talk about the home values in northern Nevada. The most recent report we have is from December 7th. Reno Sparks Association of Realtors released their final 28 report, and uh, it's kind of surprising. There, there in that window uh, during November, the the month prior, there were 444 sales of existing single-family homes. That sounds like quite a bit, but it wasn't. In fact, it was a 17% decrease from the year prior, that's probably like 50 homes less, maybe even, maybe even a little bit more, and also a decrease from the month prior. So what's going on? Well, you know, you look at the prices and, you know, you figure maybe the prices are going up too high, right? Too fast. Not enough people can afford the prices. But the median home price for that same home we're talking about, the existing single family residence in Washoe County, same month, is $377,000. That's a decrease of 2% from the month prior. Now, granted, that was an increase from the year prior of 7%, but I'm wondering, uh, is this a trend that we're looking at that's going to continue? Tana, I remember just a few months ago, the median home price was almost $400,000. So what's your take on that status so far? 
Well, I don't think it's necessarily a trend. November, of course, we saw an election season, so people were a little cooled off, uh, wanted to see what, were, what was going to transpire. And so uh, once that was all over and done with, we actually saw a little bit of a spike in December. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you had the holidays that you know made everything a little bit stagnant. And uh, now we're on a rebound. It's kind of hard to be looking for a home when you're looking for a Christmas tree. It, it is. Right? You can, you got to pick one, and typically, because there's such a short window there, some people will pull back on their hunt for a new home in, in light of the holidays. But for the people that have been looking and do look around this time, I would imagine there's less competition, right? It's a, kind of a good time to be shopping. It's a great time to shop. It's a great time to look where you have some that are not braving the cold or the weather out there, yeah. or perhaps their children are in school and they would like to finish out the school year. This is definitely a time to buy a home. When I was out the day after Christmas, Boxing Day it's called, yeah. um, I like to go out after Christmas to look for um, uh, Christmas decorations that are on sale, right? Because it's always a lot to get ready for the next year. And as I was out and about this year, too, and I was thinking about real estate and how the Christmas season holds people away from looking for real estate. But the day after Christmas, probably a pretty good day for look for real estate, too. Absolutely. With those new ornaments, you have yeah. to have a new house to store them in. You know it. <laughs> Let's talk about the numbers that were taking place not only in the county, but let's look at the cities, okay? In Reno, which is the North Valley, includes the North Valley, there, of those 444 homes that were sold in the month of October, um, there were 309 of them that were sold in Reno. The median home price, if you just look at Reno, not the county, the county was at 377 If you single out Reno, $395,000. Now, that's a 10% increase from the year prior, but again, it was a little lower uh, it was a little bit of a decrease from the month prior. We've already talked about the reasons for that. Uh, another thing to look at is the condominium median home price in Reno in the same time period. That was $171,000, and that's a uh, 17% decrease from the prior year. That's surprising to me. Uh, however, it seems like condominium prices have a much bigger swing. One or two sales, and the average or the median home price changes dramatically. Okay. Uh, Sparks. A lot of people are living in Sparks now. Sparks is a great place to live. And there, the median home price, a little bit lower than the Reno median home price. In fact, it's a little bit lower than the county average. It was at $355,000. So a little bit of an increase from the year prior and a little bit of a decrease from the month prior. But it looks to me like this continues. Sparks offers a little bit more for the money. Absolutely. And it's it's growing. If you're seeing all of the developing going on, uh, just even central in the downtown Nugget yeah. Avenue area, mm-hmm. it's growing. Yeah, it's exciting to see what's going on down there. We were, um, our producer Ian and I were out and about doing some video work for somebody just about a week ago, and we were in Victorian Square, and we saw Last Chance Willie. Yes. Yeah, are you familiar with Last Chance Willie? Uh, of Willie? course. I'm, I'm a native Renoite in addition right. to this, born and raised. What a cute, it's so cute. It was all freshly painted. Right. He is all freshly painted. And how tall is he? He's like six stories tall. Right. He's a big, big boy. He's like Bob's big boy, only, oh, with the yes. <laughs> only even bigger. Uh, a lot of fun, a lot of charm in Sparks, and I think it's a delightful place to be. I also like the rural area, Tiana, of Fernley. Fernley, Nevada, which is about 30 minutes away from Reno, had 43 sales of existing single-family homes. That's a bit of a decrease from the month prior. Uh, Their home value, that's what I love about Fernley. So let's come back. Let's come back to Reno. If you look at Reno, 
$395,000 for the median home price. If you go to Fernley, it's $265,000. That's a difference of $130,000. So let's say that you could afford to buy either home, right? One in Reno or one in Fernley, but one of them costs you $130,000 less than the other one. Is that a no-brainer? Right. Maybe. If you don't mind a little drive, if you don't mind changing your address and doing all the things you need to do to let people know you live uh, someplace else. I think Fernley's a fantastic place. Tiona, what do you think? I agree, and it's also growing. Um, you have a lot of uh, people that are commuting from um, from Tesla, and mm -hmm. also the I think the Walmart distribution center was kind of one of the first stops for yeah. people that lived in Fernley or that were working in Fernley. Very convenient to be in Fernley. It's off, right off of I-80. And Tiona, there's so many opportunities for people that want to be in the home ownership world or the investment home ownership world. They just have to talk to the right person. I highly recommend that people talk to you. Tayona Tate. Thank you. Realtor extraordinaire at Sierra Sotheby's International Realty. Sierra uh, Sotheby's has been around for a long time. You're just a little bit new to the company, but not new to the industry. 19 years. They're lucky to have you. Thank you very much. One more time on your contact information in case anybody wants to reach you. My number is 775-762-8355. All right. It's up on our website too, Tiona. Thank you very much for being with us. Thank I you. I hope you come back to visit with us again soon. Yes. I want to thank our listeners for tuning in as well. My name is Peter. Tell your friends and family. We're on the air again next week. Same time, same station. Let us help you or your family and friends purchase a home or sell a home with connections to our top real estate professionals. We'll talk with you again next week. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. You've been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com.